Canto sixth of the Lord of the Isles by Sir Walter Scott. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recorded by Nathan at antipodeumwriter.wordpress.com. The Lord of the Isles by Sir Walter Scott. Canto sixth. Oh, who that shared them ever shall forget the emotions of the spirit rousing time when breathless in the mart the couriers met early and late at evening and at prime when the loud cannon and the merry chime hailed news on news as field on field was won when hope long doubtful soared at length sublime and our glad eyes awake as day begun watched joy's broad banner rise to meet the rising sun oh these were hours when thrilling joy repaid a long long course of darkness doubts and fears the heart-sick faintness of the hope delayed the waste the woe the bloodshed and the tears that tracked with terror twenty rolling years all was forgot in that blithe jubilee the downcast eye even pale affliction rears to sigh a thankful prayer amid the glee that hailed the despot's fall and peace and liberty such news over scotland's hills triumphant rode when gainst the invaders turned the battle's scale when bruce's banner had victorious flowed over Luden's mountain and in uri's vale when english blood oft deluged douglas dale and fiery edward routed stout st john when randolph's war-cry swelled the southern gale and many a fortress town and tower was won and fame still sounded forth fresh deeds of glory done live tidings flew from baron's tower to peasant's cot to forest bower and waked the solitary cell where lone sent brides recluses dwell princess no more fair isabel a votaress of the order now say did the rule that bid thee wear dim veil and woollen scapulaire and reft thy locks of dark brown hair that stern and rigid vow did it condemn the transport high which glistened in thy watery eye when minstrel or when palmer told each fresh exploit of bruce the bold and whose the lovely form that shares thy anxious hopes thy fears thy prayers no sister she of convent shade so say these locks in lengthened braid so say the blushes and the sighs the tremors that unbidden rise 
when mingled with the bruce's fame the brave lord ronald's praises came believe his father's castle won and his bold enterprise begun that bruce's earliest cares restore the speechless page to aaron's shore nor think that long the quaint disguise concealed her from a sister's eyes and sister-like in love they dwell in that lone convent's silent cell fair bruce's slow ascent allows fair isabel the veil and vows and there the sex's dress regained the lovely maid of lawn remained unnamed unknown while scotland far resounded with the din of war and many a month and many a day in calm seclusion wore away these days these months to years had worn when tidings of high weight were borne to that lone island's shore of all the scottish conquests made by the first edward's ruthless blade his son retained no more northward of tweed but stirling's towers beleaguered by king robert's powers and they took term of truce if england's king should not relieve the siege ere john the baptist's eve to yield them to the bruce england was roused on every side courier and post and herald hide to summon prince and peer at berwick bounds to meet their liege prepared to raise fair stirling's siege with buckler brand and spear the term was nigh they mustered fast by beacon and by bugle blast forth marshalled for the field there rode each knight of noble name their england's hardy archers came the land they trode seemed all on flame with banner blade and shield and not famed england's powers alone renowned in arms the summons own for neustria's knights obeyed gascon hath lent her horsemen good and cambria but of late subdued sent forth her mountain multitude and connaught poured from waste and wood her hundred tribes whose sceptre rude dark if o'connor swayed right to devoted caledon the storm of war rolls slowly on with menace deep and dread so the dark clouds with gathering power suspend awhile the threatened shower till every peak and summit lower round the pale pilgrim's head not with such pilgrims startled i king robert marked the tempest nigh resolved the brunt to bide his royal summons warned the land that all who owned their king's command should instant take the spear and brand to combat at his side oh who may tell the sons of fame that at king robert's bidding came to battle for the right 
from cheviot to the shores of ross from solway sands to marshall's moss all boomed them for the fight such news the royal courier tells who came to rouse dark aaron's dells but farther tidings must the ear of isabel in secret hear these in her cloister walk next morn thus shared she with the maid of lawn my edith can i tell how dear our intercourse of hearts sincere hath been to isabel judge then the sorrow of my heart when i must say the words we part the cheerless convent cell was not sweet maiden made for thee go thou where thy vocation free on happier fortunes fell nor edith judge thyself betrayed though robert knows that lawn's high maid and his poor silent page were one versed in the fickle heart of man earnest and anxious hath he looked how ronald's heart the message looked that gave him with her last farewell the charge of sister isabel to think upon thy better right and keep the faith his promise plight to give him for thy sister's sake at first if vain repinings wake long since that mood is gone now dwells he on thy juster claims and oft his breach of faith he blames forgive him for thine own no never to lord ronald's bower will i again as paramour nay hush thee too impatient maid until my final tale be said the good king robert would engage edith once more his elfin page by her own heart and her own eye her lover's penitence to try safe in his royal charge and free should such thy final purpose be again unknown to seek the cell and live and die with isabel thus spoke the maid king robert's eye might have some glance of policy dunstuffnich had the monarch tame and lorn had owned king robert's reign her brother had to england fled and there in banishment was dead ample through exile death and flight over tower and land was edith's right this ample right over tower and land was safe in ronald's faithful hand embarrassed eye and blushing cheek pleasure and shame and fear bespeak yet much the reasoning edith made her sister's faith she must upbraid who gave such secret dark and dear in counsel to another's ear why should she leave the peaceful cell how should she part with isabel how wear that strange attire again how risk herself midst martial men and how be guarded on the way at least she might entreat delay kind isabel with secret smile saw and forgave the maiden's while reluctant to be thought to move at the first call 
of truant love o blame her not when zephyrs wake the aspen's trembling leaves must shake when beams the sun through april's shower it needs must bloom the violet flower and love however the maiden strive must with reviving hope revive a thousand soft excuses came to plead his cause gainst virgin shame pledged by their sighs in earliest youth he had her plighted faith and truth then twas her lieges strict command and she beneath his royal hand award in person and in land and last she was resolved to stay only brief space one little day close hidden in her safe disguise from all but most from ronald's eyes but once to see him more nor blame her wish to hear him name her name then to bear back to solitude the thought he had his falsehood rude but isabel who long had seen her pallid cheek and pensive mien and well herself the cause might know though innocent of edith's woe joyed generous that revolving time gave means to expiate the crime i glowed her bosom as she said well shall her sufferings be repaid now came the parting hour a band from aaron's mountains left the land their chief fitz louis had the care the speechless amadine to bear to bruce with honour as behooved to page the monarch dearly loved the king had deemed the maiden right should reach him long before the fight but storms and fate her course delay it was on eve of battle day when over the gillies hill she rode the landscape like a furnace glowed and far as ever the eye was borne the lances waved like autumn corn in battles for beneath their eye the forces of king robert lie and one below the hill was laid reserved for rescue and for aid and three advanced formed thawood line twixt bannock's brook and ninian's shrine detached was each yet each so nigh as well might mutual aid supply beyond the southern host appears a boundless wilderness of spears whose verge or rear the anxious eye strove far but strove in vain to spy thick flashing in the evening beam glaives lances bills and banners gleam and where the heaven joined with the hill was distant armour flashing still so wide so far the boundless host seemed in the blue horizon lost down from the hill the maiden passed at the wild show of war aghast and traversed first the rearward host reserved for aid where needed most the men of carrick and of air lennox and lanark too were there and all the western land with these the valiant of the isles 
beneath their chieftains ranked their files in many a plaided band there in the centre proudly raised the bruce's royal standard blazed and there lord ronald's banner bore a galley driven by sail and oar a wild yet pleasing contrast made warriors in mail and plate arrayed with the plumed bonnet and the plaid by these hebrideans worn but oh unseen for three long years dear was the garb of mountaineers to the fair maid of lawn for one she looked but he was far busied amid the ranks of war yet with affection's troubled eye she marked his banner boldly fly gave on the countless foe a glance and thought on battle's desperate chance to centre of the barward line fitz louis guided amadine armed all on foot that host appears a serried mass of glimmering spears there stood the marchers warlike band the warriors there of loden's land ettrick and little bent the yew a band of archers fierce though few the men of nith and annan's vale and the bold spears of tiviotdale the dauntless douglas these obey and the young stuart's gentle sway north eastward by saint ninian's shrine beneath fierce randolph's charge combine the warriors whom the hardy north from tay to sutherland sent forth the rest of scotland's war array with edward bruce to westward lay where bannock with his broken bank and deep ravine protects their flank behind them screened by sheltering wood the gallant keith lord marshal stood his men at arms beat mace and lance and plumes that wave and helms that glance thus fair divided by the king centre and right and leftward wing composed his front nor distant far was strong reserve to aid the war and twas to front of this array the guide and edith made their way here must they pause for in advance as far as one might pitch a lance the monarch rode along the van the foe's approaching force to scan his line to marshal and to range and ranks to square and fronts to change alone he rode from head to heel sheathed in his ready arms of steel nor mounted yet on warhorse white but till more near the shock of fight reigning a palfrey low and light a diadem of gold was set above his bright steel bassinet and clasped within its glittering twine was seen the glove of argentine truncheon or leading staff he lacks bearing instead a battle axe he ranged his soldiers for the fight accoutred thus in open sight of either host three bowshots far paused the deep front of england's war and rested on their arms a while to close and rank their warlike file and hold high council if that night should view the strife or dawning light
o gay yet fearful to behold flashing with steel and rough with gold and bristled over with bills and spears with plumes and pennons waving fair was that bright battle-front for there rode england's king and peers and who that saw that monarch ride his kingdom battled by his side could then his direful doom foretell there was his seat in knightly cell and in his sprightly eye was set some spark of the planter jeanet though light and wandering was his glance it flashed at sight of shield and lance knowest thou he said the argentine yon knight who marshals thus their line the tokens on his helmet tell the bruce my liege i know him well and shall the audacious traitor brave the presence where our banners wave so please my liege said argentine were he but horsed on steed like mine to give him fair and knightly chance i would adventure forth my lance in battle day the king replied nice tourney rules are set aside still must the rebel dare our wrath set on him sweep him from our path and at king edward's signal soon dashed from the ranks sir henry Boone. of hereford's high blood he came a race renowned for knightly fame he burned before his monarch's eye to do some deed of chivalry he spurred his steed he couched his lance and darted on the bruce at once as motionless as rocks that bide the wrath of the advancing tide the bruce stood fast each breast beat high and dazzled was each gazing eye the heart had hardly time to think the eyelid scarce had time to wink while on the king like flash of flame spurred to full speed the war-horse came the partridge may the falcon mock if that slight palfrey stand the shock but swerving from the knight's career just as they met bruce shunned the spear onward the baffled warrior bore his course but soon his course was o'er high in his stirrups stood the king and gave his battle axe the swing right on de boon the whiles he passed fell that stern dint the first the last such strength upon the blow was put the helmet crashed like hazelnut the axe shaft with its brazen clasp was shivered to the gauntlet grasp springs from the blow the startled horse drops to the plain the lifeless course first of that fatal field how soon how sudden fell the fierce deboon one pitying glance the monarch sped where on the field his foe lay dead then gently turned his palfrey's head and pacing back his sober way slowly he gained his own array there round their king the leaders crowd and blame his recklessness aloud that risked gainst each adventurous spear a life so valued 
and so dear his broken weapon's shaft surveyed the king and careless answer made my loss may pay my folly's tax i broke my trusty battle axe twas then fitz louis bending low did isabel's commission show edith disguised at distance stands and hides her blushes with her hands the monarch's brow has changed its hue away the gory axe he threw while to the seeming page he drew clearing war's terrors from his eye her hand with gentle ease he took with such a kind protecting look as to a weak and timid boy might speak that elder brother's care and elder brother's love were there fear not he said young amadine then whispered still that name be thine fate plays her wonted fantasy kind amadine with thee and me and sends thee here in doubtful hour but soon we are beyond her power for on this chosen battle plain victor or vanquished i remain do thou to yonder hill repair the followers of our host are there and all who may not weapons bear fitz louis have him in thy care joyful we meet if all go well if not in aaron's holy cell thou must take part with isabel for brave lord ronald too hath sworn not to regain the maid of lawn the bliss on earth he covets most would he forsake his battle post or shun the fortune that may fall to bruce to scotland and to all but hark some news these trumpets tell forgive my haste farewell farewell and in a lower voice he said be of good cheer farewell sweet maid what train of dust with trumpet sound and glimmering spears is wheeling round our leftward flank the monarch cried to moray's earl who rode beside lo round thy station pass the foes randolph thy wreath has lost a rose the earl his visor closed and said my wreath shall bloom or life shall fade follow my household and they go like lightning on the advancing foe my liege said noble douglas then earl randolph has but one to ten let me go forth his band to aid stir not the error he hath made let him amend it as he may i will not weaken mine array then loudly rose the conflict cry and douglas's brave heart swelled high my liege he said with patient ear i must not moray's death knell hear then go but speed thee back again forth sprung the douglas with his train but when they won a rising hill he bade his followers hold them still see see the routed southern fly the earl hath won the victory lo where yon steeds run masterless his banner towers above the press rein up our presence would impair the fame we come too late to share back to the host the douglas rode and soon glad tidings are abroad that dancourt 
by stout randolph slain his followers fled with loosened rein that skirmish closed the busy day and couched in battle's prompt array each army on their weapons lay it was a night of lovely june i rode in cloudless blue the moon dama yet smiled beneath her ray old stirling's towers arose in light and twined in links of silver bright the winding river lay ah gentle planet other sight shall greet thee next returning night of broken arms and banners tore and marshes dark with human gore and piles of slaughtered men and horse and forth that floats the frequent course and many a wounded wretch to plain beneath thy silver light in vain but now from england's host the cry thou hearest of wassail revelry while from the scottish legions pass the murmured prayer the early mass here numbers had presumption given there bands overmatched sought aid from heaven on gilly's hill whose height commands battle-field fair edith stands with serf and page unfit for war to eye the conflict from afar oh with what doubtful agony she sees the dawning tint the sky now on the ocules gleams the sun and glistens now demayet dun is it the lark that carols shrill is it the bittern's early hum no distant but increasing still the trumpet's sound swells up the hill with the deep murmur of the drum responsive from the scottish host pipe clang and bugle sound were tossed his breast and brow each soldier lost and started from the ground armed and arrayed for instant fight rose archer spearman squire and knight and in the pomp of battle bright the dread battalia frowned now onward and in open view the countless ranks of england drew dark rolling like the ocean tide when the rough west hath chafed his pride and his deep roar sends challenge wide to all that bars his way in front the gallant archers trode the men at arms behind them rode and midmost of the phalanx broad the monarch held his sway beside him many a war-horse fumes around him waves a sea of plumes where many a knight in battle known and some who spurs had first braced on and deemed that fight should see them won king edward's hests obey the argentine attends his side with stout de valance pembroke's pride selected champions from the train to wait upon his bridal reign upon the scottish foe he gazed at once before his sight amazed sank banner spear and shield each weapon point is downward sent each warrior to the ground is bent the rebels argentine repent for pardon they have kneeled ay 
but they bend to other powers and other pardon soothing hours see where yon barefoot abbot stands and blesses them with lifted hands upon the spot where they have kneeled these men will die or win the field then prove we if they die or win bid gloucester's earl the fight begin earl gilbert waved his truncheon high just as the northern ranks arose signal for england's archery to halt and bend their bows then stepped each yeoman forth apace glanced at the intervening space and raised his left hand high to the right ear the cords they bring at once ten thousand bowstrings ring ten thousand arrows fly nor paused on the devoted scot the ceaseless fury of their shot as fiercely and as fast forth whistling came the grey goose wing as the wild hailstones pelt and ring adown december's blast nor mountain targe of tough bull hide nor lowland mail that storm may bide woe woe to scotland's bannered pride if the fell shower may last upon the right behind the wood each by his steed dismounted stood the scottish chivalry with foot in stirrup hand on mane fierce edward bruce can scarce restrain his own keen heart his eager train until the archers gained the plain then mount ye gallants free he cried and vaulting from the ground his saddle every horseman found on high their glittering crests they toss as springs the wild fire from the moss the shield hangs down on every breast each ready lance is in the rest and loud shouts edward bruce forth marshal on the peasant foe will tame the terrors of their bow and cut the bowstring loose then spurs were dashed in charges flanks they rushed among the archer ranks no spears were there the shock to let no stakes to turn the charge were set and how shall yeoman's armour slight stand the long lance and mace of might or what may their short swords avail against barbed horse and shirt of mail amid their ranks the charges sprung high over their heads the weapons swung and shriek and groan and vengeful shout give note of triumph and of rout a while with stubborn hardihood their english hearts the strife made good borne down at length on every side compelled to flight they scatter wide let stags of sherwood leap for glee and bound the deer of dalham lee the broken bows of bannock's shore shall in the greenwood ring no more round wakefield's merry maypole now the maids may twine the summer bough may northward look with longing glance for those that want to lead the dance for the blithe archers look in vain broken dispersed in flight or tame pierced through trode down by thousands slain 
they cumber bannock's bloody plain the king with scorn beheld their flight are these he said our yeoman wight each braggart churl could boast before twelve scottish lives his baldric bore fitter to plunder chase or park than make a manly foe their mark forward each gentleman and knight let gentle blood show generous might and chivalry redeem the fight to rightward of the wild affray the field showed fair and level way but in mid-space the bruce's care had bored the ground with many a pit with turf and brushwood hidden yet that formed a ghastly snare rushing ten thousand horsemen came with spears in rest and hearts on flame that panted for the shock with blazing crests and banners spread and trumpet clang and clamour dread the wide plain thundered to their tread as far as stirling rock down down in headlong overthrow horsemen and horse the foremost go wild floundering on the field the first are in destruction's gorge their followers wildly over them urge the knightly helm and shield the mail the acton and the spear strong hand high heart are useless here loud from the mass confused the cry of dying warriors swells on high and steeds that shriek in agony they came like mountain torrent red that thunders over its rocky bed they broke like that same torrent's wave when swallowed by a darksome cave billows on billows burst and boil maintaining still the stern turmoil and to their wild and tortured groan each adds new terrors of his own too strong in courage and in might was england yet to yield the fight her noblest all are here names that to fear were never known bold norfolk's earl d brotherton and oxford's famed de vere their gloucester plied the bloody sword and berkeley grey and hereford bot taught and sansevere ross montague and morley came and courtenay's pride and percy's fame names known too well in scotland's war at falkirk methven and dunbar blazed broader yet in after years at cressy red and fell potiers pembroke with these and argentine brought up the rearward battle line with caution over the ground they tread slippery with blood and piled with dead till hand to hand in battle set the bills with spears and axes met and closing dark on every side raged the full contest far and wide then was the strength of douglas tried then proved was randolph's generous pride and well did stuart's actions grace the sire of scotland's royal race firmly they kept their ground as firmly england onward pressed and down went many a noble crest and rent was many a valiant breast and slaughter revelled round unflinching foot gainst foot 
was set unceasing blow by blow was met the groans of those who fell were drowned amid the shriller clang that from the blades and harness rang and in the battle yell yet fast they fell unheard forgot both southron fierce and hardy scott and oh amid that waste of life what various motives fired the strife the aspiring noble led for fame the patriot for his country's claim this night his youthful strength to prove and that to win his lady's love some fought from ruffian thirst of blood from habit some or hardihood but ruffian stern and soldier good the noble and the slave from various cause the same wild road on the same bloody morning trode to that dark inn the grave the tug of strife to flag begins though neither loses yet nor wins high rides the sun thick rolls the dust and feebler speeds the blow and thrust douglas leans on his war-sword now and randolph wipes his bloody brow nor less had toiled each southern night from morn till midday in the fight strong egremont for air must gasp though chomp undoes his visor clasp and montague must quit his spear and sinks thy falchion bold de vere the blows of berkeley fall less fast and gallant pembroke's bugle blast hath lost its lively tone sinks argentine thy battle word and percy's shout was fainter heard my merry men fight on bruce with the pilot's wary eye the slackening of the storm could spy one effort more and scotland's free lord of the isles my trust in thee is firm as ulcer rock rush on with highland sword and targe i with my carrick spearman charge now forward to the shock at once the spears were forward thrown against the sun the broad swords shone the pilbrock lent its maddening tone and loud king robert's voice was known carrick press on they fail they fail press on brave sons of inniscale the foe is fainting fast each strike the parent child and wife for scotland liberty and life the battle cannot last the fresh and desperate onset bore the foes three furlongs back and more leaving their noblest in their gore alone the argentine yet bears on high his red cross shield gathers the relics of the field renews the ranks where they have reeled and still makes good the line brief strife but fierce his efforts raise a bright but momentary blaze their edith heard the southern shout beheld them turning from the rout heard the wild call their trumpets sent in notes twixt triumph and lament that rallying force combined anew appeared in her distracted view 
to hem the isles men round o oh god the combat they renew and is no rescue found and ye that look thus tamely on and see your native land o'erthrown oh are your hearts of flesh or stone the multitude that watched afar rejected from the ranks of war had not unmoved beheld the fight when strove the bruce for scotland's right each heart had caught the patriot spark old man and stripling priest and clerk bondsman and serf even female hand stretched to the hatchet or the brand but when mute amadine they heard give to their zeal his signal word a frenzy fired the throng portents and miracles impeach our sloth the dumb our duties teach and he that gives the mute his speech can bid the weak be strong to us as to our lords are given a native earth a promised heaven to us as to our lords belongs the vengeance for our nation's wrongs the choice twixt death or freedom warms our breasts as theirs to arms to arms to arms they flew axe club or spear and mimic consigns high they rear and like the bannered host afar bear down on england's wearied war already scattered over the plain reproof command and counsel vain the rearward squadrons fled amain or made but doubtful stay but when they marked the seeming show of fresh and fierce and marshalled foe the boldest broke array oh give their hapless prince his due in vain the royal edward threw his person mid the spears cried fight to terror and despair menaced and wept and tore his hair and cursed their caitive fears till pembroke turned his bridle rein and forced him from the fatal plain with them rode argentine until they gained the summit of the hill but quitted there the train in yonder field a gage i left i must not live of fame bereft i needs must turn again speed hence my liege for on your trace the fiery douglas takes the chase i know his banner well god send my sovereign joy and bliss and many a happier field than this once more my liege farewell again he faced the battlefield wildly they fly are slain or yield now then he said and couched his spear my course is run the goal is near one effort more one brave career must close this race of mine then in his stirrups rising high he shouted loud his battle cry st james for argentine and of the bold pursuers four gallant knight from saddle bore but not unharmed a lance's point has found his breastplate's loosened joint an axe has raised his crest yet still on colonsay's fierce lord he pressed the chase with gory sword he rode with spear in rest and through his bloody tartan's board 
and through his gallant breast nailed to the earth the mountaineer yet writhed him up against the spear and swung his broadsword round stirrup steel boot and krish give way beneath that blow's tremendous sway the blood gushed from the wound and the grim lord of colonsay hath turned him on the ground and laughed in death pang that his blade the mortal thrust so well repaid now toiled the bruce the battle done to use his conquest boldly won and gave command for horse and spear to press the southron's scattered rear nor let his broken force combine when the war cry of argentine fell faintly on his ear save save his life he cried oh save the kind the noble and the brave the squadrons round free passage gave the wounded knight drew near he raised his red cross shield no more helm clash and breastplate streamed with gore yet as he saw the king advance he strove even then to couch his lance the effort was in vain the spur-stroke failed to rouse the horse wounded and weary in mid-course he stumbled on the plain then foremost was the generous bruce to raise his head his helm to loose lord earl the day is thine my sovereign's charge and adverse fate have made our meeting all too late yet this may argentine as boon from ancient comrade crave a christian's mass a soldier's grave bruce pressed his dying hand its grasp kindly replied but in his clasp it stiffened and grew cold and oh farewell the victor cried of chivalry the flower and pride the arm in battle bold the courteous mien the noble race the stainless faith the manly face bid minion's convent light their shrine for late wake of the argentine over better night on death bier laid torch never gleamed nor mass was said nor for the argentine alone through ninian's church these torches shone and rose the death prayer's awful tone that yellow lustre glimmered pale on broken plate and bloodied mail rent crest and shattered coronet of baron earl and banneret and the best names that england knew claimed in the death prayer dismal due yet more not land of fame though never the leopards on thy shield retreated from so sad a field since norman william came oft may thine annals justly boast of battles stern by scotland lost grudge not her victory when for her free-born rights she strove rights dear to all who freedom love to none so dear as thee turn we to bruce whose curious ear must from fitz louis tidings hear with him a hundred voices tell of prodigy and miracle for the mute page had spoke page said fitz louis rather say 
an angel sent from realms of day to burst the english yoke i saw his plume and bonnet drop when hurrying from the mountain top a lovely brow dark locks that wave to his bright eyes new lustre gave a step as light upon the green as if his pinions waved unseen spoke he with none with none one word burst when he saw the island lord returning from the battlefield what answer made the chief he kneeled durst not look up but muttered low some mingled sounds that none might know and greeted him twixt joy and fear as being of superior sphere even upon bannock's bloody plain heaped then with thousands of the slain mid victor monarch's musings high mirth laughed in good king robert's eye and bore he such angelic air such noble front such waving hair hath ronald kneeled to him he said then must we call the church to aid our will be to the abbot known ere these strange news are wider blown to cambus kenneth straight he pass and deck the church for solemn mass to pay for high deliverance given a nation's thanks to gracious heaven let him array besides such state as should on prince's nuptials wait ourself the cause through fortune's spite that once broke short that spousal right ourself will grace with early morn the bridal of the maid of lawn conclusion go forth my song upon thy venturous way go boldly forth nor yet thy master blame who chose no patron for his humble lay and graced thy numbers with no friendly name whose partial zeal might smooth thy path to fame there was and oh how many sorrows crowd into these two brief words there was a claim by generous friendship given had fate allowed it well had bid thee rank the proudest of the proud all angel now yet little less than all while still a pilgrim in our world below what veils it us that patience to recall which hid its own to soothe all other woe what veils to tell how virtue's purest glow shone yet more lovely in a form so fair and least of all what veils the world should know that one poor garland twined to deck thy hair is hung upon thy hearse to droop and wither there end of canto sixth end of the lord of the isles by sir walter scott recorded by nathan at antipodeanwriter dot wordpress dot com